1: Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, I'm
0: back in business,
1: baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. It's
0: another episode of the Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast, and now video cast. Don't worry, our podcast is not going away, but we are delving our toes, dipping our toes into the world of video, and so this will be available on the recast, and we talk to your favorite actors, comedians, podcasters, anybody that's pop culture, you will find them here on the show. And today, we have a super talented, amazing individual. I'm excited. Heather McMahon, she is a comedian, she does a lot of other things, and She's also an actor, and she has an upcoming project, Love Hard, which just yeah. looks so great, uh, which premieres November 5th on Netflix, and she's also on her tour, the Farewell Tour, which I have to ask about that, and and a podcast, A Tale of Many Conversations. Heather McMahon, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here.
0: Yes, well, I have been a fan for a long time, as I mentioned uh, before we started rolling tape. so... I'm excited because, you know, I'm very familiar with your comedy and all of the things that you're doing on social media and Instagram. But then when I saw that you had this film coming out on Netflix, I reached out to your publicist and I was like, can we get Heather on the show? I love it. Yes. We'll talk about the movie, but I want to talk about this tour that you're on, the farewell tour. Yeah. What does that mean exactly? Are you I'm certain you're not stopping, but no. Okay. It was it,
1: honestly, it's just, um, it's just to be dramatic and ironic. The same
0: okay, time. well, you, you, you did it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Um, no. When I was asked, like, I had to come up with a name for the tour. This is pre-pandemic when I first went out on the road. They're like, well, "What's the name of it?" I was like, "Shit, it's my first, you know, big theater tour. Let's just call it the Farewell Tour in case I never come back okay. and I mess up the whole thing, or I don't survive, really." <laughs> okay. Um, Cause people don't realize like being on the road, it's, it's a grind and you know, in a weekend you could be on three or four different flights. You're going from city to city. And I'm so blessed and will absolutely never complain that I, I get to do this for a living. It's like beyond, but there are days where I was like, I, you know, I haven't been on the road in a second. So that's just a, a play on words. The next tour will be the comeback tour. I just like to keep people guessing, you know, keep them guessing.
0: Yeah. And cause a social media stir. Always. Now, uh, <laughs> Yes. Outside of when you know you're doing this, it's been a while for a lot of people right. getting back out on the road. I've I talk to comedians all the time and it's like every experience is different. But for you, what has it been like going back out and touring? What has your experience has been? Into the clubs. I know some states are requiring masks and vaccinations, some are not altogether. Not trying to draw a political line here or lead the witness, but I'm just curious, like, what has it been like for you and in in this quote unquote new normal of touring? You're doing theater, so it's probably slightly different because- you're talking bigger spaces
1: it's different state by state city by city venue by venue i mean i just let the venues take the lead like it's okay you know i know me and and my crew we're you know we're doing the best we can to stay healthy and you know we've had to um definitely you know uh switch things up a little bit and and you know be a little bit smarter as we travel but it feels so great to be in live theater again and it feels so good to be performing for people and listen we're gonna have to learn to live with this I'm sure and as long as people are taking care of themselves and being respectful to others I just want people to come out and giggle and and you know we've got to work through all the feelings that we went through the last year and that's the only way we're going to get through this right is if we talk about it the things that make us like. Awkward and uncomfortable and and just really peel back the layers of what we all went through in the last two years. Yeah, I
0: love it because really, you know, people are coming to see you and whoever else because they want to just forget about life for an hour and a half or an hour and 15 minutes and not think about all of the minutia that's taking place, you know, everywhere else because it's just very stressful did you dip your toes into the online Zoom comedy or the Instagram thing? What was kind of your uh involvement in yeah. that or drive through shows? I mean, just performing in I, I in an alley. I know people in <laughs> LA, you know, the comedy store and all these places were coming up with creative ideas and places totally. uh, for comics to perform
1: (laughs) I did a couple of live shows but they weren't just straight stand-up I kind of set up the format a little bit more like because I kind of started in the in the biz doing characters and videos and stuff so even though I came from a stand-up background so it was kind of I set up the shows a little bit more like a late night special like I do an intro monologue and then I do interview with guests and then I would do um you know, comedy bits, but it wasn't just street stand-up. I mean, I know so many people who did it and God bless them for doing it, but I was like, I so much as a performer rely on the energy of the audience. So um, I just, you know, I kind of zhuzh things up a bit, but uh, being back on, I really was, I didn't realize how nervous I was going to be getting back out on the road again. Um, and when I first came out for that big audience in San Antonio, I was just, it was amazing. I was like, this is the best feeling in the world. So I just, it feels good. And honestly, being back at work and being out on the road and traveling and going to different cities, it feels like things are picking up again and, and we're kind of moving through this.
0: Yeah. I've heard mixed reviews on all of it. Some tried it and hated it. Yeah. Um, like they did it once and they're like, I'm not doing this again. Um, you know, the who's line guys, they did, you know, zoom shows. I I was kind of talking to a lot of different people during this last year and you know, some did the drive-in thing, but I think it was just for a lot of people kind of like, you know, we joked about this, the farewell thing. It's like, well, is what's going to happen to comedy? I think that was the big, question a lot of people had was because it's like, well, you know, there's these alternate ways. I think the, you know, uh, Steve Hofstetter and the Nowhere Comedy Club, they kind of did some things we right. talked to those folks and got their perspective. But I don't think, you know, we're at a place now where there's the question. I think now it's just a matter of, you know, can we keep things going and are people right. going to, no matter your stance, be responsible and really just It's smart, I think, to let the venue take the lead on things and you just choose to support it however you and your team. Yeah. And I mean,
1: there are people in the audience who have masks on. There are people who are, you know, uh, who don't. And it's like at this point, comedy is always going to be one of those things where it's got to be it's got to be in person and it's going to be intimate and it's going to be grimy and there it's there's just so many things about it that are always that that can't change but i think you know theaters are doing the best they can and clubs are doing the best they can with you know trying to make sure that everybody is healthy and it honestly to me comes down to like a sense of like personal responsibility sure you know like you gotta just take care of yourself and don't be an asshole. That's what I keep saying. I'm like, just don't be an asshole. Just don't, you
0: know? Yeah. That could be the title of your next special. Take care of yourself and don't be an asshole.
1: Truly. (laughs)
0: Truly. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Pete Lee about this yesterday and he felt the same way in regards to this, you know, just be a decent human being about things. And I think really that's the headline for all of this. And I don't want to belabor the point, but I think it's great that you're coming out and you're doing these things and I love the, you know, the farewell tour because, um, it's just funny, you know, cause it yeah. obviously made me go, I even emailed, you know, your team and I was like, wait a second, do I need to be aware of something? Um, and she's like, no, no I just wanted to be, um,
1: as Mariah Carey as possible. I feel like she always does that. She's like, this is the last concert. Like Elton yeah. John's like, Celine it's, it, it's Dion. So they're yeah. done. And then, like three weeks later, they're like, just book the Mirage. You know, (laughs) I just, yeah,
0: Elton John did that. He was like, I'm done. And then it's like, now he wants, he put a brand new record out and now he wants to tour just in Europe. And it's like, you get people hyped up about things. That's like, wait a second, you know, come on. But it's all a
1: strategic PR move all the time.
0: Yes. Now, you do a lot of comedy type things and whatever the case might be on Instagram. I know you do even with sponsored posts, I think you did something with old Navy where you're going through and doing things, which is my favorite store to shop in. By the way, I have a seven year old. I love it. How do you work on material? How do you come up? What's your process? What's the secret sauce, Heather, for you, especially let's talk about you're going out on tour now. Like what are your, what are your process? Are you writing things? Are you working things out in the club? You know, what is your process?
1: Well, it's interesting. So, um, I I was this this tour that I have right now is a continuation of of all the dates that I had before the pandemic Sure. And so I was like, you know, you work on the, as a comedian, you work on these hours, hour and a half of material and, and it's structured. And then I came out and I was like, well, I can't just not talk about what's happened the last year. And it's so interesting city by city, the show keeps changing and changing. And I have like, you know, 30 minutes at the tail end of the show where it's just that set that that's my clothes and that's what I do. But every week it just keeps changing city by city. And I'm honestly working out even new material on the stage because the audiences are so great. I mean, I think they want to be a part of the creative process too. Like, like obviously, as a comedian, you have your set, but it's just refreshing. And, and as I go from different city, I have a different human experience in, in each place, right? Yeah. And you're picking up new material on the road. And when it comes down to like the brand stuff, I only want to work with brands who are going to let me have have like poke fun at it and have fun with it too. You sure. know, it's like, and we live in a different day and age where you know you used to have comedians and these celebrities do these giant big commercials on television. So many things have moved to the digital space. So it's like, if they let me put on a wig and act like a jackass. And it benefits everybody. Why the hell not? You know?
0: Yeah. Well, you're driving traffic to their brand. Yeah. And it obviously works because I'm like, hey, that reminds me. I need to go to Old Navy uh, and get clothes for my kid. So it's great. It sounds like things are just pushing along quite well, Heather.
1: And you're just
0: having a lot of fun.
1: I am having a lot of fun. And I got to be honest with you. It's like, you know, I think we've all gone through these ebbs and flows of just like, to being depressed or like not knowing what's going to happen. And it was like getting back out on the road and just getting out and seeing America. It was like ripping the band aid, just like being on flights every weekend and seeing people. I just had to keep moving forward. And I think that's been the coolest thing is like, we're just not taking no for an answer. We're going to keep pushing forward and, and keep making fun stuff.
0: Yes, absolutely. Let's talk about love hard, which premieres November 5th. So like next week, Uh, This is on Netflix. We're already getting the barrage of Christmas films. Um, It's crazy. It seems like there's just this weird time of year, like we're not even through Halloween yet, and the Hallmark movies and the Christmas movies are out. I love it. Let's talk about this, the project, your part in this, and how it all came about for you, Heather.
1: Well, it's crazy. We filmed this in Canada, like in September of 2020. Okay. So, and it's also weird too. Like this is one of my first big movies and it's nuts to think like we filmed, it feels like it was like 10 years ago, but it was only last year. Yeah. Um, And it was an amazing project. We got to shoot it in Vancouver. Big shout out to Vancouver, Canada. They were so warm and welcoming, but also like just trying to shoot during, you know, a pretty thick part of the pandemic last fall. It's like, just, you know, it, it was a wild experience and I had so much fun and the movie's adorable and funny and sweet and charming and it's like everything that you want out of a Christmas movie um, and just keeps you on your toes and I'm, I'm so thrilled to be a part of the project.
0: Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. I have, I have not seen it yet. I normally get screeners for these, but this one they're holding, but it, I mean, the cast in it too is phenomenal. Awesome. Like how was yeah. your experience working with so many amazing
1: people? It was great. I mean, for the days that I shot, I only really got to, um, you know, hang out with Darren Barnett and Jimmy O'Yang Yang and um, Nina Debra. I mean, they were so amazing. Um, but just because of the way our schedules work. So Nina and I had most of our scenes together who I love and adore her. The funny thing is Darren and I used to work at a gym in LA together okay. like six years ago. So he shows up on set one day and like they kind of kept it hush-hush. Who was playing what? And I'm like, wait, Darren and Darren's like Heather and we just have one of those moments like we used to clean spin bikes at a gym together we were in the the trenches of like the shitty part of Hollywood and like both working survival jobs so to be on the other side of that and just get to make creative stuff with people that you've come up in the business with is just it was the coolest thing ever
0: yeah I I, that's great I mean it looks like a lot of fun and of course you know Netflix they just put out great content all the way around Yeah. yeah And I like that because it's, you know, the landscape has changed on how we consume content. And now, you know, it used to be, we would wait for a show or we would stand by or record and now we can just watch it and it will be available for the entire world to see on November 5th. November 5th. Yeah. Yes. I want to switch gears a little bit as we wrap up here, because you talked about, you know, having these jobs, the survival jobs, uh, I have not heard it referred to as that, but I like it because you're paying the bills to make your dreams come true. Totally. Um, outside of cleaning spin bikes, uh-huh. was there ever a job that you had that you enjoyed that you were really good at and whatever, I mean, obviously hopefully not have to go back to, but if you did right. that, you could just jump right in and go, Hey, you know, I would totally do this again. Or would you just move hell and heaven I, to I keep was your a great career bartender. as a
1: comic? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I do like, so it's funny, my two friends that go on the road with me who help me produce stuff, we all work together in New York in in the food and bev industry, right? Like we were okay. all servers together, all bartenders. And we all have this reoccurring nightmare, like we wake up and it's like you're back in the service industry and you forgot to put in someone's order and it's like a brunch rush and it's like noon and they're looking <laughs> oh, at God. you and we all have this same nightmare. It's like being back, you know, you, you show up for a final in college and you you'd never drop the class, that, that reoccurring. Uh, Nightmare. I I was a great bartender. I could go back to bartending, God forbid. Um, I'll tell you what I was terrible at. I was a bad nanny. Um, The kids were just (laughs) because LA kids, you know, they're a whole different breed. They are. I didn't nanny these really rich kids and they would honestly, it was like, they were so mean to me every day. And I used to just be like, okay. And I would come home and my roommate would be like, are you good? And I'm like, no, this 10 and 13 year old are the meanest kids I've ever met. So I wouldn't go back to nannying, but I probably would go back to bartending if I had to. It's funny. It's great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have way more control. I have a friend who nannies for, um, celebrities and things. And
1: yeah, your mom and
0: your mom, well, possibly, but, I don't know, sometimes money can cover that, you know. Right, but right. it's it's a very challenging job because your mom and dad to the kids, you know, you don't really have a set schedule and you're either taking them to school or to Disneyland or to set, whatever the case might be. But I have heard horror stories um, that they can just be very challenging, so to speak. But thank God We're or monsters. whatever, <laughs> it's all worked out for you. You're having a fantastic yeah. career uh, she's, Heather is going on the farewell tour, which is not a farewell tour, but, um, you don't have to rewind. You heard that correctly. And of course, love hard, uh, which is coming out on Netflix, November 5th, Heather McMahon. Thank you for joining us on the Brett Allen show. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me. Hi to everybody. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by.